Hi, I'm Ken Mingus. Welcome back to Mingus on Tech. This is our special WWDC Reaction Edition. I've got Keith and Scott here with me. And for the first time, we're trying a Facebook Live video. So if you're looking at us on Facebook, please weigh in with some questions or comments. We'd be very curious to hear what you think. Nice ones. So yeah. Nice. Well, <laughs> generally nice ones. So, all right. WWDC 2016 is in the record books, as mm -hmm. it were. And uh, it seems very clear, at least it seemed clear to me, that Apple was really trying to reach out to developers this time around. I mean, it's the sort of thing. We didn't get any new hardware, no laptops. I'm going to have to wait. I put the credit card away. Um, but it was interesting. We were talking a little earlier about the, the sort of the overarching kinds of things to look for. And I was very impressed by the fact that Apple's kind of opening up a bit the walled garden for developers by letting developers do more with messages and maps and especially, I think, Siri. Mm -hmm. um, so I was really interested. So any thoughts along those lines? I mean, did that, did that jump out at you, too? It did definitely jump out that they were interested in, in really showing developer effects. And almost like, here's all of our new features, and then each for each OS, then they actually had a part where they said, and here's the dev part. Right. Uh, and then they went through, and a lot of those was opening up the, uh, you know, through APIs or kits or whatever, was opening up the ability for third-party apps. I think they recognize what some of their competitors are doing in terms of allowing that openness uh, for those different apps. And it's, it's going to mean power for us down the road, the user, as they develop more and more connections between different parts of the OS and their applications. That's... Uh, that's going to bring some good stuff for us maybe by next year. Well, you know, given the fact that Apple for so long has sort of had this reputation of, you know, building it inside. Mm -hmm. We build it, we build the best, and making it difficult for developers to sort of expand and, and build on what Apple's been doing. Uh, for the first time, well, not the first time, but, I mean, Apple really seems to be taking seriously the need to bring developers in because Apple cannot do all of this alone. It's got too many, too many irons in the fire now between, what is it, the newly renamed Mac OS Sierra, tvOS, watchOS, and iOS 10. And if they're going to, to you know, really get the most from those operating systems in each of those device lines, they're going to they're gonna need outside help from the third-party developers. Right. I think that they've probably received criticism in the past for apps that they've developed on their own. And you saw, like, with Maps, for example, a few years ago when, you know... Which how, was how a bit of a nightmare. It was a bit of a nightmare. Right, yeah. Or uh, even Apple Music last year. I mean, I think a lot of people were, like, a little criticism. You know, they were critical oh, of... Oh, thank you. Okay, of, of, yes. Of Apple Music. <laughs> let let me weigh in out. there, in go, fact. Go ahead. Uh, I have a, a caveat. A year ago, Keith and I, uh, we, we did the same thing after WWDC 2015. And I ranted and raved about Apple Music and how I didn't think it was necessary. I've got Spotify. <laughs> I've got Pandora. And I am now a daily Apple Music user because it's been integrated with CarPlay, and I have a car with CarPlay. And so, you know, it was interesting to see that they're obviously building on Apple Music this year. But uh, I have to eat some words. I'm I'm eating my words. I am now. An would Apple you Music have fan. If, Would you have adopted that it, Apple Music if you hadn't gotten the car? Or, no. Yeah. No. So you, it, it's it's really it's the fact that I'm in the car every day for about an hour. And being able to fire up Apple Music with it integrated in the car with CarPlay makes it much easier for me to explore music in ways that I never did before. Yeah. So, so basically, what I'm saying is everything we say may be wrong. We'll be back in a year <laughs> and let you know. I'm surprised that you can remember what we He's talked about. He's selling his ago. car. He's not going to have it, car exactly. But then, who knows what will happen? It was interesting. Uh, one of the things that they talked about was the ability to. Uh, I think this was CarPlay, where you might be able to put like maps and information in your display in your in your new car assuming you've got an lcd screen you know behind the steering wheel it's interesting that some of the things they're talking about now most people won't see for a while 
You okay, know? right, because yeah. they're not going to buy a car. For no, they're not going to. That like wouldn't me. have been Apple three or four years ago. They would have been focused more on what they can sell you right soon. Now. Yeah, or right now. Yeah. This was a long distance kind of event. It wasn't a short distance one. Yes, we'll see the new OSs in the fall, but they're building for the future and in ways that we don't usually see them talk about. Yeah, it's interesting, and you know, I guess we should note that uh, Apple will be doing the public beta program again for both Mac OS Sierra, which it used to be OS 10, but now it's Mac OS, and iOS 10 for the iPhone and iPad and, and iPod. So they're going to have the public weighing in, the public public users, if you want to be beta testers, in addition to the developers, and then uh, both the, uh, the the final products will be out this fall for free, just to you know get that off the record books. So you know. It was a two-hour uh, you know, speech, keynote, with a lot of Apple executives up there. Any anything in particular jumps out at you, Keith? That you know, I think you the want to talk about? well, a I think it went faster than we we've normally yeah, seen. Yeah, the pace it, did seem it, to be It did faster. have a good pace to it. Uh, there were only a couple moments where some things were awkward. Like the woman that tried to get everybody to start clapping to the nah, song, nah, nah, that was a that's little not awkward. A, that's not a crowd that's going to yeah. be getting into the groove. Yeah. I it's thought it was not. funny because it was. Uh, I think she was almost purposely awkward. You know, <laughs> come on, rock, come on, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or else. Um, but I did like the diversity of the people that were up on stage. I thought yeah. that was that was a nice touch. Uh, but from an app perspective, I'm really excited about the Swift Playgrounds app, which was the last thing they showed. Uh, Tim Cook came out and was really uh, for young it, coders it learning felt, how to code. It, it felt like he was passionate about this idea of getting people to, you know, getting kids to learn how to code, but not just kids. I mean, regular people who've never coded before. Uh, I know. I might and, even and try again, my hand. You know, my it. son's about to turn nine, and he's been uh, dabbling in the Scratch MIT site where it, it uses blocks and you know really teaches them how to kind of like think logically. And he does stuff on there that's just really cool. Um, he's actually learning how to almost animate through that kind of process. And um, I don't mind when he goes on the computer now to do that as long as, you know, because I, I feel like he's actually learning something rather than just sitting there watching uh, a Netflix show or something like that. Um, so it'll be interesting because, again, this will be free uh, at the end of the, you know, in the fall. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be interesting to, to see if I can hand him an iPad and say, go at it. Like, just see if you can actually start learning the, the language behind. It's interesting because that goes back to the whole point, you know, that today's event really is focused on developers. And it's obviously not just developers now, but potential developers down the road. I mean, that was the one point Tim Cook made at the end was that they really want to make sure that this is available. They think all, all schools should be teaching coding now. Right. Which, when you think about the 21st century, is a good idea. So I think we should just tell people who are just tuning in now to Facebook Live that we're talking about WWDC, um, Apple Developer Conference, yep. just discussing everything that they announced. Yeah. Thanks, Rebecca. Thanks for uh, for uh, letting you want to turn in. the camera on and just show yourself now? Okay. <laughs> speaking <laughs> off camera, that's Rebecca Lincoln. the awesome Rebecca Lincoln. Social media editor who is here helping us out today. Uh, it's also interesting in terms of the uh, getting beyond the developers. One of the, one of the themes that seemed to come through to me was that Apple seems to be paying attention to how people use their devices. A lot of the, the, the tweaks and the, the things that they're changing for iOS 10, the, the new watch OS, clearly seem to be designed to make it easier to use the device the way you use it. I think we were talking earlier about the raise to wake yeah, it's um, one of my favorite features because notifications just goes by so quickly when you pick up your phone. And this this allows them to stop and hold in place just when you raise your phone. And it's you said notifications is exactly what you want to see when you pick up the phone. That's pretty much 90% that or answering the phone is pretty much 90%. <laughs> yeah, especially if you get a beep for a notification and then and if, if the yeah. phone is locked, 
by the time you open it, and I have the problem where I push the, the button and then Siri shows up, but that's a... <laughs> I do that, I too. turned Siri off, so that wouldn't happen. <laughs> okay. uh, but you're right. The, the notification goes away, so that should be an interesting feature. I love the authentication. With I mean, I may start wearing my watch again. I noticed you haven't had the watch on lately. Uh, and because, it, well, the, you know, the complications don't work that well. Yeah. And but, uh, you know, the fact that I could authenticate my Mac that way is, is a very powerful little feature. Yeah, I like that. And I also like, I do wear my Apple Watch every day. And despite the issues it has, um, a lot of the things that Apple showcased today, the, the, the faster launching for apps, the, the, the re, um, re, they rethought how you use the watch and the navigation, et cetera. Right, the dock. Yeah, exactly. Being able to change how you use it, it, it makes more sense, and I so I'm really interested in checking that out. And again, it seems to be that there, in the old days, Apple said this is the way you will do something, and you will learn how to do it because we think it's the smartest way to do it. Now they're obviously making some changes based on feedback, complaints, whatever, and that's welcome. You know, I like seeing Very that. Welcome. We have a question yeah. about the redesigned lock screen in iOS 10. Yeah, actually, that's very interesting because the uh, that's one of the big things that uh, was highlighted today. I think uh, if you swipe right, you get the camera. It makes for easy, quick access to the camera. And if you swipe left, you get some notifications and some of your apps that you frequently use that you can then access. Swipe up, widgets. you get the yeah. Yeah, widgets. widgets. That's it. Yep, yeah. Exactly. Swipe up, you get the uh, control center. Yep. Which is also getting some tweaks and redesigns. Yeah, swipe to the right from Control Center and you get music. Is it music? Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember which way you it went. You get what's playing now. Okay. The, yeah. yeah I, now, I did have a concern or a question about that. Was w w if Does that bypass the lock screen from a security angle? So we're required to have uh, a passcode or touch right. ID uh, in order to get into the phone because I've got my enterprise email on there. Right. So does that mean when you're putting some of those widgets on there that a, a someone who grabs the phone and or takes it from, you know, say I steal your phone, yeah. um, normally I can't see any data on that, but it, what if I could now just kind of swipe? Would I be able to see some potential information about you now again, maybe that's not you know maybe that well, maybe it's just a, a, a ball game score, and the fact is like oh well he likes the Red Sox or you know because well he's got I think that that's a legitimate widget. concern, especially for you know if you're using your iPhone in the in the enterprise, uh, I'm going to assume and you know we'll wait to see more information, but I'm going to assume that things like that that should normally be locked down you wouldn't be able to put them right make them, uh, right I think like they're going to defeat these features in the enterprise right. They'll, they'll turn did, that off. So I shouldn't put that little no, that little note thing with my password. Did we answer his or her question? Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, just, just jump in if we've got any other questions. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Please feel free. Um, something else I was interested to see was that they've you know you had talked earlier about maps and how when it first rolled out it was if not a disaster it was certain certainly an embarrassment and how they've added more features to it in terms of navigation and being able to show you real time traffic. That's something once again through CarPlay that I use day to day coming into work. And it's, it's obvious that they're trying to keep up with Google Maps, which is considered the gold standard. I Are they say, keeping so. up? Because I'm thinking about switching. To Google Maps? To, uh, to Apple. I, they, they, well, I think with these kinds of changes, they at least bring themselves close to parity. You know, I, I still think probably Google Maps, because they had a head start, is better for most people. But a lot of the features that Apple has added over the years, like you know, um, public transit, walking times, things like that, they are obviously trying to make it better. See, I, see I'm a Waze guy, so 
Now, Waze is owned by Google, yeah. uh, but I haven't switched over. And again, I, I've got the little king icon because I use it so much. Because you're the king. Because I'm. Well, you, you, get, you, you get you to get be a like you get like a little a, a little icon that gives you a little crown if yeah. you if you use it long enough. It's the only way you're ever going to get a crown. It's the only gamification <laughs> stuff that I've actually succeeded at. Uh, but then also the and I, I hate to admit this, but you know I can see where the speed traps are. Uh, coming cool. up, it shows so, you. Okay, or, well that that you know, is not an Apple. Not that Maps. I speed. That I would like to say. Not that I speed, but it's still you get that. But in case you ever had to, of course you speed. No, I well, <laughs> no, I don't. I'm, I'm I'm a safe driver. Yeah, but that's you what I like. to be a safe Again, driver. It's not either or. I like the crowdsourced <laughs> aspect of that in yeah. terms of yeah. of ways. That's now the I, best part of yeah, it. Yeah, you know the track. I've never been able to to defeat ways, so to speak, in terms of thinking that I have a, sh a shortcut that, that is faster. Right. Like every time I do it, it just makes my trip longer. And so they know how long it's going to take. And, you know, if they suggest taking that exit, it's going to work more than if I'll well, just sit in traffic. That was exactly one of the things that showed up in the, in the Maps app that they highlighted for iOS 10 was that if you've got traffic in front of you, it will give you alternate routes. Now, that's something that lots of other apps have yeah. done. I've, I mean, my GPS does that in the car. You know, and uh, but I'm glad to see it built in. It'll keep me from having to switch back and forth between CarPlay and right, my Apple Maps right. and the built-in it, it, GPS. It feels in like the car. it makes more sense for you since it's since CarPlay is in your your car. Right. Exactly. Right. Well, you know, and again, that just highlights there were a lot of different things in iOS 10. It's interesting. I think they spent more time on iOS 10 than they than they did on Mac OS. Biggest iOS release ever. Yeah. That's the that's one of the big talking points. I mean, it's a huge release. Yeah. I mean, it's almost, we were talking earlier that it's like, you know, we've got these individual points of light here, and it's hard to get the whole picture because there's so many little things. Yeah. There's not a lot of big features. It's it's a lot of little features put together. It's a pretty heavy remake of the OS. And one thing, you know, I think we should probably bring up, the, the big change for Mac OS is the arrival of Siri. So now you can ask Siri questions and not get an answer on your desktop, just like you do with an <laughs> iPhone. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm we assuming, no, there's some truth in that. I'm yeah. assuming that the execution will be better than it is. You know, if you're doing the basic what's the weather today, Siri's pretty good. They said it would be better. But if you're asking for contextual information, you know, it gets a little flaky at times. I do think that using it on the desktop may be helpful for, hey, Siri, find that word document i was working on last week and that's a little bit better than when when i'm trying to find a document on my mac i i don't know what to type sometimes that's the example I, he used pretty close and, yeah. and i thought it was a powerful example yeah, yeah. so it's if almost it worked, like you're, you're, you know rather than hey siri what's the ball game score right now or you know some of the things that google does about its search algorithm is great right this one is more like siri do something for me um, and that's what's great on the phone and too. I can set an alarm. I can set an alarm. It, you know, you know. I just say set an alarm for six forty-five. Boom, it's done. Um, rather than trying to go into the little clock app and then finding which of my alarms right. uh, it needs to do. Th simple kind of command structure. Uh, and then you could well. save those as if they were almost like a like a save your results right save yeah. save the search or the command so you could come back to it again yeah basically reuse it and or reuse it over and over again yeah i'm I not sure how you would reinitiate it they I, I think sometimes say. they try to get too cute with siri um they, they they did that on the on stage where it's like hey siri how's it going hey i'm styling yeah. 
Or, you know, but even even gen- in general, you know, you see these stories or these tweets where you're like, hey, ask Siri this question. Right. Or, you know, and, I've and looked look on the web and found this for you to look up in a browser. No, that's not the, the UI I, I think want. My, my kids have the best time when they change Siri's to tell, you know, it's like, call me Joe or call, you know. I have Siri as an thing. Australian guy. Yeah, I don't know you know, the different voices you can <laughs> use. I think so. I changed mine to a British guy. Just, yeah. yeah just to be the, different. From the default, yeah. And then, uh, okay, one, one thing before we wrap up, the, uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting was the expanded use of continuity between devices, and that's where you start a document on one device, you can start, you can go back, like if you're on an iPhone and you start to write something, you can then start working on it on a desktop. Now they've got copy-paste, so if you copy something on your iPhone and you want to insert it in a document on your desktop, when you click on paste, it should theoretically be there. You know, those kinds of things that make it easier to sort of glide between devices, if, as long as they're all Apple devices, um, if they work, you know, c- could come in really handy. And it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to vary they from person to person. They mentioned the linking up of their hardware several times during this event. They didn't go into a lot of detail about what they were, right? you know, what that was going to bring to us, but the idea is a good one. I mean, continuity was the first step. I... Some of us don't find it to work as well as others, but, um, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's a great idea. If they can make it work, it's po- it's pretty powerful. I, I, I find that I use it occasionally, and the times that I've used it, it's worked pretty well. It works better than Siri anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so think about this one second. What's the one thing that jumped out at you that you really like? I'll, I'll start because... Um, one of the things that I was happy to see was that they're revamping the remote app for your phone. It allows you to do a lot more with the Apple TV. Um, I, I use Apple TV fairly regularly at home, and having that with the ability to sort of do more by finding, you know, finding movies and entering text and things like that, um, that's, my, that's my pick for the most useful to me for the moment for today. Keith? Oh, most useful? I, probably the Swift Playgrounds, but I wanted to mention one other thing that Single I'm... Side. Well, single sign. You you can mention single sign because <laughs> yeah. I think all three of us were happy about that right. for the TV yes. part. Yeah. Um, I would love that to to to, be, to go across all of my other devices, like my other TV devices, right. like Roku. If you're listening, single sign on, please. Okay. Um, but the one thing that I that I thought would bring me into the I would be a little hipper. Yeah. Is, is that even a word? That's probably not even a word. How could you be more hipper? I would be word. more hip. Yeah. Is the uh, emoji thing with the iMessage where it predicts or it, it helps you pick well, You can tap right and it changes emojis? words to emojis, right? Yeah. You might actually use emojis it. if I might actually start case. using more emojis. Yeah. You know, when I try to send something with an emoji to, to a friend of mine, they're like, what the hell did you just do? But uh, but I like being. <laughs> well, you have to spend so much time finding the right emoji. Right. There are like it's billions of. So the I like time. typing the message out and then hitting a button and then it says, "If you want, now pick five words," yeah. and it becomes a, a message and an emoji. I have no idea, but maybe with my kids it's now, they, f- I could actually talk. It's for people who are emoji challenged. And like. I do have a few friends that are very emoji centric. They're going to love this. Right. Okay. Either way, so yeah. I, I liked success. that. I thought uh, that was that was kind of cute. And then the voicemail transcription, yep. uh, or the spam thing for some of the the voicemail spam on phone calls. If you don't, sometimes you get a, a phone call coming in and you see a, a, an address, and you're like, oh, that might be someone I might need to talk to. And then I hit answer, and it's like, you've won a free vacation. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> see, and it was someone you needed to talk no, to. No, it wasn't because it no, was okay. a scam. It was All a right, spam well, thing. Right, we yeah. haven't talked too much about Mac OS, but I think my favorite little pet feature is the fact that they're tabifying everything. Right. Every app is going to have tabs. Um, the operating system obviously does, and. I think that's powerful. It's something that, that people can use you know, and app developers can use. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, as we as we talk about these things, it comes back to the point that there are lots of little things built in through all of these operating systems, either desktop or iOS 10 or the watch or the TV. And different people are going to find different favorite parts. It's not like one, you know, other than maybe Siri on the desktop, there's not one sort of aha thing that's going to change the way everybody mm -hmm. works. But uh, before we go, any any uh, last questions from Facebook? Not we, specifically about uh, <laughs> Okay, good. All right, well, we'll take that <laughs> as a no. let's not ask them. We'll yeah. take that as a no. All right, so Scott, Keith, thanks for the quick reaction. Sure. For now, that's a wrap. Cool.